Welcome to Smart Habits for Translators, a podcast for translators by translators, bringing you simple strategies to build better habits. In each episode, we'll focus on specific habits for translators in various stages of their careers. If you're a translator who enjoys learning about habits to improve your business and lifestyle, then this is the podcast for you. We're your hosts, Madalena Sanchez-Zampalo and Veronica Demichelis. Like you, we are professional freelance translators trying to balance the challenges that come with building a career and maintaining clarity and boundaries between work and personal life. We hope you'll join us in this conversation about smart habits and discover some simple strategies you can apply today to help you build your career and achieve the lifestyle you desire. Welcome to Smart Habits for Translators. This is episode 73. We hope that everyone had a great month of October, and uh, we certainly did. <laughs> we both attended and wrapped up the American Translators Association annual conference. And I don't know about you, Veronica, but I'm definitely still recovering from the conference. <laughs> I'm sure you are too, as a conference organizer, and you probably need maybe even a month, the whole month of November to recover further. Yeah, I really wish I was able to uh, take some time off, which isn't the case, unfortunately, but uh, my Mm. schedule does look a little lighter. It was a fantastic conference, and it was so nice to see colleagues after so long. Uh, We've really all missed it, and it's it's been so nice to catch up and have a fabulous in-person conference. Um, It was a great time together in Los Angeles, and I'm already looking forward to our conference in Miami next year. You know, it's never easy to take time away from from work, from (laughs) paying work to travel and and be somewhere uh, for several days just learning and networking, but it's so worth it. And I definitely feel very inspired and reinvigorated after um, conferences, especially ATA conferences, and it's so cool to see uh, people around you, like your community, your tribe, feeling the same way. It's just great energy at an in-person conference. Speaking of events, before we jump into our topic for today's episode, uh, we want to remind you about our next quarterly virtual business retreat, which will be on December 14th. We will have a guest speaker again to kick things off, and then we'll focus on discussing our business goals for the first quarter of 2023. And if you would like to join us, you can sign up at smarthabitsfortranslators.com forward slash retreat. That's smarthabitsfortranslators.com, R-E-T-R-E-A-T. Space is limited to 25 participants, so don't wait. Yeah, our retreats are always really special, and our attendees are always telling us how valuable they are. And some people, uh, like I said a couple of episodes ago, they come back quarter after quarter, so it's really nice to see what they've worked on and achieved over the previous quarter. Okay, so now that we've updated you about the events on our schedule, (laughs) let's dive into today's episode, which is Smart Habits for Setting Boundaries in Your Business. And just as a reminder, we recorded an earlier episode on maintaining boundaries uh, between your work and personal life, which was also a joint episode with Speaking of Translation co-hosts, Corinne McKay and Yves Baudou. So if you're interested in this topic, you can check out episode 35. So what do we mean by setting boundaries in your business? Well, this could take on a lot of forms, but the main idea is to determine what you will and won't do in your business based on what's best for you and what's best for the business itself. Um, This could look like boundaries you set around the hours you work, the types of projects you take on, and even who you work with. It could also look like the areas you're willing to accept work in within your areas of specialization or something else altogether. Right. It's really important to think uh, about setting boundaries in your business 
because um, otherwise your day just happens, you know, stuff happens to you rather than you controlling what lands in, you know, on your lap work-wise and what you accept as far as projects and rates and uh, what you spend your time on. Um, because we all go through different seasons in life and different phases in, in life and business when um, we also you know, not not only do we have different priorities when it comes to our work and, and our business and our availability, but also uh, we have our personal life that may, you know, there may be factors um, that you have to take into account as you're planning your availability. Um, and if you don't set these boundaries, you are risking accepting uh, work um, that doesn't necessarily fit. Um, your schedule or your priorities and then feel resentful or upset and uh, not really understand why you're feeling this way or maybe regret the decisions you made. So setting boundaries is one thing, but maintaining them is also really important um, because people um, will always be asking you for stuff and it's really up to you to uh, maintain the boundaries that you've set and uh, say no, no when you feel like you need to say no. I think it's really important to remember that setting boundaries is a good thing. It doesn't mean you're being unkind or uncollegial or uncooperative or negative. If you decide that um, a certain type of project isn't right for you or a certain client isn't right for you, and that may be um, just, uh, you know, it's it's either related to your situation uh, and life season, or it's just not the right fit for you, period. Um, and in fact, setting boundaries helps everyone understand what to expect. Um, it makes it more clear for all parties involved. And uh, that is something I think everyone appreciates in business when people are clear and direct and uh, everyone understands um, yeah. where everyone is coming from. Yeah. And you know, sometimes it's, it's difficult because sometimes you think, well, I can set this boundary and I don't need to tell anybody. And mm -hmm. some for some boundaries, that's true. And for others, it's not. Sometimes you really do need to specify or your actions may be telling people something completely different yes. than yeah. what you are hoping is your boundary. So um, we'll probably talk about some of those things now. But, you know, think about that, what your actions are actually telling people too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think everybody just works better when they know where other people stand in a given scenario, sort of like you were mm -hmm. just saying. So um, let's maybe talk about what some of those scenarios of setting boundaries in your business might look like and when we've had to do that ourselves. Yeah. Um, so for me, for example, um, I've had to set the boundary before and honestly, pretty consistently even now, of allocating a certain amount of time to certain projects or even to projects that don't involve clients, for example, volunteering um, and this is really important. It's necessary for you personally. It's necessary for your business. Um, and also, you know, if you're anything like us, I'm sure that your volunteer work could take over your, your mm -hmm. work day very quickly, very easily. Um, there's always something more to do. It's like you were saying, people will always be asking you for things. That's not going to change. And when you realize that, you know, people ask you, to do things or volunteer for things because they realize you're a competent person and they realize you're maybe a team player or easy to work with. That's mm -hmm. wonderful. That's great. But does the actual work fall into the time that you've dedicated uh, to that type of work? And that can be a difficult thing. I often joke that I should track the time I use for volunteering, but yeah. I'm a little afraid to do that, to be honest, mm -hmm. you yeah. know, because sometimes even though I've set boundaries with time, uh, probably I go over that time. 
mm-hmm. and it's really easy to do. So, um, you know, think about what that looks like in your schedule. Are you going to do your volunteering all on the same day of the week, every week, or uh, for a certain amount of time each day? Maybe you just set aside a, a half hour in the morning, a half hour in the afternoon, or an hour per day, some other way. Um, and, and what does that look like for you? And when that time is up, how are you going to sort of hit the pause button until you're able to come back to it. Mm-hmm. That is not an easy thing. It's so much easier said than done, I think. Um, but you really have to be conscious of it. And that's, yeah. I think, the harder thing is to, you know, just get into the work and not, you know, realize that time is passing so much. And then you go, oh, my goodness, half my day is gone. Mm-hmm. So I, I find that trying to be very careful with your time is probably, at least in my opinion, one of the best ways to set boundaries. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And I think that may be an issue for many people uh, yeah. who, like us, have a lot going on and have a lot on their plate and who thrive um, having a variety of projects they're working on. Um, I think it's a healthy thing to do if that's what you enjoy and if that, that's what's working, you know, that that's what works for you um, yeah. and your, your work and lifestyle. But it's really important to set boundaries. Um, and, um, you know, for me, in addition to volunteering uh, for ATA, I also volunteer for my kids' activities at school or outside of school. And because my role in ATA um, is a role, it's not a, it's not a you know, a project that has... Uh, a certain say delivery date um, it has it involves more often more work um, than just say a certain number of hours per week and it really can can be a full-time job so for my kids activities I choose to volunteer based on say a time commitment so I volunteer mm-hmm. at the library which I know is like a 40 minute shift and that's something that works for my schedule and I can make time for because it's important to me and it really fills me with so much joy being around kids and books for 45 minutes um, yeah. but uh, just look at uh, what your commitments are and what you are willing to to do in terms of um, time um, and involvement and also if you're teaching like I am part-time you need to plan for time to prepare classes grade classes and that's time on the schedule so it's it's another boundary to set so if you're uh, you know dedicated that time and it's on your calendar do that and then move on to the next uh, task that may be related to work or another activity um I think another important boundary we need to mention is uh, the boundary of choosing to accept only certain types of projects, depending Mm -hmm. on what you are best at um, and what you can offer in terms of services and quality. Uh, It is really good for everyone involved. It's good for you because you get to specialize and uh, work, continue working on your specialization, do what, what you enjoy, do what you do best. Um, and uh, it also makes you more efficient, I believe, because if you're working on a topic or subject matter or uh, service that you are really good at and you really enjoy, it tends to go faster or feel more pleasant and rewarding than um, uh, working on something you don't really understand and have to you know, check uh, the dictionary all the time when you feel like you're going really slowly. It's good for the client because they're getting a really... Um, you know, professional service, and uh, they, they know that it's something you specialize in, it's something you're comfortable doing, you also are more sure of the quality of your work. 
And it's good for your business um, because you, uh, again, I think specializing is really important, especially these days as our profession is evolving. Uh, it's important to become um, a better specialist in your field rather than um, continue being a generalist. I think that's, that will be really hard to maintain um, and have a sustainable business in that case. Yeah. Um, so for, for me, um, you know, that's localization projects, hands down or uh, creative marketing translation. That's uh, what, where I really thrive mm -hmm. uh, as a translator or, or localization professional. I know I'm good at it. I have accumulated certain expertise in that area, and I know it's great a great feeling for me and something I can really um, stand for in terms of quality towards my clients. Mm, I like that. I like that take on it too, because it's more positive than saying, I need to cut these things out. It's sort of like mm -hmm. saying, what how can I do more of the work that I'm really good at where I really thrive and where yeah. I can really show my best work? And I think that's an interesting um, way to look at it. Because, uh, for example, I just got a potential project the other day from a client and it was like five pages of uh, mostly handwritten um uh, patient record and I was like you know no 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 I, I don't have time for this mm -hmm. and also it's not my forte I'm not great with people's handwriting in English yeah. or Portuguese or Spanish you know it's not it's just not my my forte it would take me twice as long as somebody who's really good at it so mm -hmm. it's like you're saying you know do the work where you can really show your best and um yeah. and I think that's a really cool way to set a boundary actually because if you take on that work where you're not that good or or you feel you're not that good or you don't even if you just don't enjoy it you're saying yes to that and in potentially no to something else you could be doing instead yeah so I, I mm -hmm. like that a lot that's really cool um and also I think it's important to set the boundary of choosing when you work and I know that of course we are we all work for ourselves so we say we get to do this but I I often hear from colleagues that are not taking any evenings or weekends off and and it's not that mm -hmm. they're they're working on the weekends and the evenings because they're not working during the day. They're doing it all. And I feel like that's just a great recipe for burnout, honestly. So yeah. I, I use the example of taking off evenings and weekends, but if that doesn't work for you and you work better on the evenings and weekends, do that. But then take some time off during mm -hmm. the week. You know, it really has yeah. to be a conscious choice that you do set some boundaries around how much work you do in a given day or week. And then also that you prioritize getting some much-needed rest and time off. In fact, mm -hmm. we have an episode on that, don't we? I don't remember the number. Yes. Yeah. We do. So we'll have to link to that. <laughs> it's been so many. Yeah. <laughs> we'll have to link to that. It's about um, planning to take time off. So I think that's a really important thing is that um, knowing what's good for you, also knowing when enough is enough and it's time to take some rest yeah and really stick to mm -hmm. it uh, again that's back to maintaining boundaries if yeah. you have decided that this is your rest time whatever time of the day of the week that is for you that works for you um, stick to that I know it's always tempting when a good project comes in or you know a potential project that you're not quite sure of you kind of maybe tempted to say yes mm -hmm. to that and you may have financial reasons to do that which is totally fine but um, that aside um, I think it's important to take care of you and your well-being mm -hmm. and uh, being rested as part of that. Um, and finally, I think we need to mention the boundary of sticking to your rates. Um, that can also be a hard one for many people, especially if negotiation is involved, which um, it often is. And I think a great resource to mention uh, is... Um, our episode with Susie um, about rates and uh, negotiating mm -hmm. and uh, also her website. She has a blog with lots of great posts on this topic. 
Um, I think, again, here, your boundary um, are your rates and what's best for your business financially. And treating it as a business and not a hobby involves uh, making sure that um, your income covers your expenses and you also have um, an ability to set money aside uh, for things you need for your business or things you enjoy uh, doing mm-hmm. and also making sure that your your time that is not billable is covered as well um, so you know when you're sure of your rates and you have your you know your rate minimum and you know how much you need to make per week or per day mm-hmm. whatever that number is um, that is your boundary so when you're negotiating with a client and they're offering you something that is much much lower stick to your boundary mm-hmm. nobody's going to maintain that boundary for you no. it's your job <laughs> yeah. yeah so uh, if it's not the right fit, it's not the right fit. And I have clients that I've worked for for many years um, that I really enjoy working with and they enjoy working with me. And sometimes they have different budgets for different projects. Mm-hmm. And, we're, you know, I understand their position and they understand mine. Mm-hmm. I think it's really important to approach this with respect from both uh, from both parties um, and, and saying, you know, I completely understand where you're coming from. This is not the rate I'm able to offer. Um, and then uh, hear a respectful response back, and that makes it a very professional approach on both ends, I think. Yeah. But it's really important to stick to that boundary. Yeah, I love that one. And and sometimes it's a letdown because mm-hmm. you really wanted to work with that client, but it's it you know it's yeah. okay. It's not a fit. It's business. It's not mm-hmm. it's not personal. So yeah. Wow, what a topic, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um, we do love talking about boundaries and how boundaries can help us to set our businesses up for success which means we are personally set up for success too when we do it and we are conscious of the boundaries we set. Uh, Mm -hmm. We hope that you agree and we would also love to hear from you about the boundaries you set in your business and why. Uh, We might even share them on a future episode if you're open to it. So please send us your... um, boundaries that you set or any ideas about those. Um, To share them, you can send us an email at hello at smarthabitsfortranslators.com or you can tag us on social media. We're on Twitter and LinkedIn and you'll find the links to our profiles in the show notes for this episode. So now before we close, let's uh, share something fun we're loving lately for our segment, What's on Your Desk? So Veronica, what's something you're loving lately in your home office? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I thought of something and then I wasn't sure if I mentioned it before. I don't think so. But even if I did, I, I don't care because it's it's really helping me lately. So I want to mention it again. Mm. Um, it's a set of cards called Mindful Affirmations um, by a company called Intelligent Change. Mm. Um, and it's it comes in a box with, I think, 50 or a little over um, that number 50 cards or so uh, and with a little wooden stand uh, and on the cards you have various affirmations mm-hmm. on various topics you know uh, something that has to do with you and um, your priorities boundaries and always it's like that really important topic um, and um, I think uh, among these cards you'll always find something that speaks to you that day or that mm. week I like to switch them up every week and it's interesting how one card like really speaks to me in that moment and it's really important and re- an important reminder an important kind of rule to stick to in that moment in time mm-hmm. and then uh, next week you look at it and you're like no that's not really you know it's fine I'm, I'm kind of ta- I've taken care of that now it's another thing that's important so I've been really enjoying these cards and um, yeah I hope uh, you'll check them out too what about you Magalena? That's cool. I think you told me about those once. Mm -hmm. I don't think it was on the podcast, though. But that's, yeah, that's really cool. Um, The thing that I'm loving lately, it's not actually on my desk. It's under my desk. Um, (laughs) um, 
I I think I've mentioned before that I have a standing desk and yeah. I stand for a lot of the day, mm-hmm. but I really enjoy using this pad that I stand on, which is not anything fancy, but I tell you what, it saves my feet and it saves my back mm-hmm. because I do stand almost the whole day when I work. And um, it's a, you know, we can share a link to it on Amazon. I don't think I've shared this here before, not the pad part, you know, yeah. and it's, it's the kind of thing that if you are standing for a long time, even if you're standing say in your kitchen I think Mm -hmm. it would be worth using um because it has I think saved my back from I think otherwise I would have back pain terribly Mm -hmm. and probably in my feet too from standing too long um but it's sort of like standing on a cloud it's really nice so um I know some people have the sit stand desks like I do Mm -hmm. and you do um and I think this would be a, a fun thing to share uh for this segment yeah that's an awesome one yeah Okay, well, that's a wrap for today's episode. Later this week, our email subscribers will get a summary of the episode with all the links to the resources we mentioned today. Our newsletter subscribers are always the first to hear about our upcoming episodes and guests, so don't miss out. If you're not receiving our emails yet, you can sign up on our website, smarthabitsfortranslators.com. And if you liked this episode, we'd be grateful if you shared it with colleagues. It's another great way to support our podcast, and we truly appreciate it. Please also consider leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. Leaving a review only takes a minute, and reviews help other translators and interpreters find our podcast. If you're not sure how to leave a review, we recorded a quick video tutorial to show you how to do it. You can find it in our show notes. Talk to you soon. We hope you enjoyed this episode and discovered some simple strategies that you can apply today at work or at home to help you achieve the lifestyle you desire. If you did, please let us know. We'd love to hear from you. If you have a topic you want us to cover, please send us a message at hello at smarthabitsfortranslators.com. If you like this episode, we'd appreciate if you'd leave us a review wherever you listen to podcasts. And please share the podcast with other translators you know.